Hello, hello. Welcome to SLD Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Lordenziazio. SLD Wellness is a place to find your voice, find your gifts, and to realize that you already have the tools inside of yourself. I can't believe that we're already at the end of February and we're already at episode nine of the podcast. And all of this month, we've been talking about trauma, and this episode is no different in the month of February. Today, in this episode, we are talking about sexual trauma. I'll be honest, this is one that I've been holding off on recording, and truly, when I decided that I was going to be talking about trauma all of this month, this is the one that I was like, oh yeah, I don't know if I want to do this. (laughs) I don't know if I want to get this open, get this deep. All of them have been hard for me to record, and I have recorded the day before the episode airs. But this one on sexual trauma is one that I know that I have been holding off on because it's something that haunted me for so long. And I also know that on the opposite end of that, the sexual trauma that I experienced has also pushed me and forced me to have to face a lot of my fears. So let's jump into that a little bit because sexual trauma is something that is tough and it can lead to nightmares. It can lead to feeling like you can't escape it. It can lead to feeling like any interaction you have with somebody can lead to what happened to you happening again. And for me, in my case, a big sexual trauma that haunted me for a long time is one that I experienced when I was really young. And for so long, I was so afraid of living my life and being out there in the world because I was afraid of the possibility of him finding me. I was like, oh my gosh, what if he sees my name out there somewhere and what do I do and how will I deal with it? And I was terrified of it and I had nightmares. I had a lot of internal struggles because of something that happened to me and I felt like I would never be able to escape it and it felt like I was never going to be able to be in charge of and in control of my own life. I remember when I was younger after the sexual abuse happened to me, I remember saying to myself, 100% I'm going to change my name and I also I mentioned I talked about this a little bit on SLD Wellness Instagram, but I definitely want to share more about it here, but I said to myself like 100% I'm gonna change my name because I do not want my abuser to find me. I do not want my abuser to contact me. I want to be able to just disappear off into the night because what happened to me has been plaguing my sleep and I don't want to have to ever deal with this person again. And here's what happened to me. When I was in college, when I was 19, and thank God I was in therapy, thank God I already was I'm forever grateful that I was already in therapy at this point in time, but my abuser contacted me when I was in college, when I was 19, and tried to be my friend on Facebook and tried to act like 
he didn't do what he did. And I know what he did. I knew what he did. I know what he did. And I was really surprised by how I reacted because I sent him a message and I was like, listen, you do not get to come waltzing into my life all willy-nilly like you didn't do what you did because I know what you did and I am not afraid of you and I need you to realize that if you ever contact me again I will contact the police like do not contact me I want nothing to do with you in my life ever and that was something that I didn't expect myself to do but I had reached a point where I realized that my biggest fear came true. The biggest fear that I had in my life was that my abuser was going to find me, contact me, know where I was. And lo and behold, of course, here's the rise of the internet. So it's very easy to just search my name, search Stephanie Lorden, and here I am, here I showed up. And I, all of the fears that I had were magnified, amplified, and shown to me in that moment. And it was like, okay, well, what are you going to do with this? Are you going to... This person has the audacity to think that this is okay, has the audacity to think that they can sexually abuse you, sexually assault you, and walk into your life. Like They think think that you don't have boundaries. So what are you going to do with this? Are you going to take them with open arms or are you going to say, no, fuck that. No, I want nothing to do with you in my life. I ended up doing that. I ended up saying, I want nothing to do with you. Get out of my face. Get out of my life. And the only reason I was, I realized able to have the courage to do so is because my love for myself outweighed my fear for what could happen because my fear for what could happen ended up happening. And I knew that I needed to be able to protect myself in a way that I wasn't able to protect myself when I was too young to know what was taking place. And that was the real shift for me is how can you control your life now? And 19, when I was in that point in time when I was like, I have control over my life, I have the ability to tell you, get the fuck out of my life, get the fuck out of my face, get the fuck out of my space. I can do that, I can tell you that, I can confront you and I can let you know that I'm not having any of the shit that you think you are going to try to involve in my life. And even though I did that, though, let me be clear, I still had nightmares after that. (laughs) Like the Me Too movement, when the Me Too movement happened, oh my gosh, I felt like I couldn't function because as individuals were talking about what was happening to them or what happened to them in the past, I kept feeling this bubbling up of what happened to me when I was really young. But I also realized that I had so many times where I felt like who am I to talk about or share about what happened to me? What right do I have to talk about what's going on with me? And I was so afraid of being found. And then I was found by my abuser at 19 that I now I'm like, oh, I'm gonna blow your smoke out. I'm not afraid of you because you did what you did. I'm not afraid to acknowledge that you did what you did. It felt like I was haunted, but I'm in control of my life and I'm not gonna allow you to have any sort of power in my life. And despite having lots and lots of nightmares 
and having a lot of therapy sessions and confronting it for myself. I have moments and have had moments where it's been a struggle because I've had to acknowledge that I had something that happened to me that shouldn't have, point blank, it shouldn't have happened. And I also, this is the first time that I feel like I'm getting this verbal about, hey, I have dealt with sexual trauma. But here's the thing, a lot of women have, and a lot of women of color have, a lot of black women have. Black women are often sexualized at a really, really young age. And I say that because when I found out about my sexual abuse and my sexual trauma, I didn't even know that what happened to me wasn't okay until I was in a classroom where they were talking about good touch, bad touch. And at that point, it was like in my head, well, what do you do if the bad touch has already happened? Like they're teaching me in this class about good touch, bad touch when I'm young and I've already experienced the abuse and didn't know what to do with that and didn't because when it happened to me, the person said, don't tell anyone. And I was young and said nothing. I literally didn't say anything for almost seven years. I just stayed silent about it and built up walls, built up defenses for myself to protect myself. And it also led to me deciding that therapy was something that I needed to go into when I went to college because I saw how I was very protective of myself and didn't feel like I could trust others and knew that if I wanted to get to a point where I could do that, I needed to confront the sexual abuse that I dealt with. And it's not easy to do it. It's not easy to look your assault in the eyes. It's not easy to revisit it. And I also have done therapy where I've had to visualize my sexual abuse and that's something that it is really hard to go back to a moment to desensitize your brain from it. But that's something that I've done in therapy of processing through the abuse that I dealt with and it is there's some days that are better than others. I would say that most times I'm in a pretty good spot now, but I still have moments where if someone is talking negatively about sexual abuse survivors that I feel like I have to get some space from me and them because they don't realize the amount of pain that someone goes through and the amount of courage that it takes to confront and admit that something happened to you and to deal with it. And for me, when I was in my worst moments of it, had a lot of feeling like it was my fault. Why did this happen to me? I can't believe that this happened to me. And I realized that the person that did what they did is someone who has a lot of shit that they need to figure out for themselves. And I'm not going to allow their shitty behavior to control my life because I allowed it to spoil a large chunk of my life for a long time. And I want to be able to live my life and I want to be able to help other people come out of their dark spots or the moments where they feel like they can't survive or they can't come out of and come out of them 10 times better and able to help other people. Going through abuse is hard and having 
your mind revisit something over and over and over again is even harder. I used to have moments where I would be, it would appear to everyone else as though I'm fine and there's a smile on my face and everything is all good. And then I would go into my room and I would be crying and I would be really emotional at some point in the middle of my sleep. Like I would wake up crying, wake up screaming, like wake up with night terrors, wake up and just be terrified to sleep because if I went to sleep, I had to deal with what happened to me. And because I was so scared to confront it in my waking life, it was haunting me in my sleep. And it wasn't until I started to verbally talk about it, go to therapy and acknowledge it and say it and talk to people who are close to me about it and how it's impacted me that I was able to start to get some sleep honestly, because I wasn't getting sleep before that. It was making it so that my waking life was so hard, just difficult, overbearing. And I truly believe that the only way that you can get through things and the only way that you can face your fears is by truly confronting. It doesn't mean that what happened is acceptable. It doesn't mean that it's okay, but you can get through it. And if there's anything that dealing with my own sexual trauma and how it's impacted my day-to-day life in ways that I didn't realize it would in terms of trusting people and what people say or how people act. It has certainly influenced the decisions and the paths that I've taken. And it's also hard when you have sexual trauma come up for you in many forms. The one that was the one that stuck out for me the most was when I was younger. But even just being a woman and going for a run, you experience something, or being in college or and being in a sorority, there's things that happen that you don't expect. Having a conversation with someone and then all of a sudden you're in a room with them and you are like, holy crap, what are you trying to do? Like this isn't okay. There were definitely moments like those that I think back on and realize that after them I felt like a piece of meat and I felt filthy and I felt embarrassed and I was also ashamed of them and scared to admit that something happened to me because if I said that something happened to me then it was admitting that I was somewhere or it was admitting that I was under the influence or it was admitting that I trusted someone and then it ends up being that the person who has something happen to them gets questioned and judged and grilled as if what happened to them is their fault. And so instead I just kept a lot of things to myself and it wasn't until it started to haunt my sleep that I was like, holy shit, like, no, you really need to confront things. And after going through all of that, I realized the importance of truly taking care of your needs and taking care of yourself. And if you're in something that doesn't feel right, saying no, leaving, not giving a fuck about how someone feels about you saying no, because it doesn't matter. If something feels wrong, leave. If something doesn't feel right, leave. If something doesn't feel okay, say no. And it's really difficult, I think, when you are 
confronting your fears to acknowledge that they're your fears when they actually come true. But I will say that as someone who had to deal with a lot of those fears head on, especially when it comes to sexual trauma, I will say that you get angry enough, <laughs> you get you get pissed enough at somebody crossing boundaries, you realize that you have to you have to show respect for yourself in order for other people to show it to you. And honestly, therapy, amazing. Like, I, I know I talk about therapy so much, and I know especially this month, I feel like I've mentioned it ad nauseum, but it gave me the ability to realize that you have the tools, you have the strength inside of yourself to tell someone, wait, hold up, why the fuck do you think you have any sort of rights or ability to walk into my life? You don't. Get out of it. Please leave. I will contact police. Like, you cannot get into my life like this. No. Forget my name. And it was also why I realized the older I got that I knew that my name was going to be hyphenated for sure. And I knew that I was going to make sure that whatever my name was going to be, that Lordent was going to be a part of it. Because after being so afraid of me, after being so afraid of what if I'm found? What if someone sees me? What if, and when I say someone, I mean the person that abused me. What if, what if he finds me? What if he knows my name? And what if he is able to reach out to me? The moment that happened, it was like, okay, well, the veil is gone. Like, you you found me. You've, you, know, you know where I am. And then after that, it was like, I fucking dare you. Here I am. My name is here. You know my name. Get the fuck away from me because you're going to see my name everywhere and you're going to feel like complete trash that you harmed me and then tried to enter my life. How dare you think that you have the audacity to do that? Stephanie does not play that shit. No. And I know that as I say this, it sounds so solid. It sounds so firm and confident. But y'all, I said that at 29. I'm telling you this 10 years later. When I sent the message then, I was terrified. I was so scared because I was like, oh my gosh, what if? What if he responds? And what if he comes after me? and all of these things. Like my mind was going in all of these directions because I was so scared. And of course he kind of just disappeared off into the night, tail between his legs, never to contact me again. And I also didn't accept his friend request because why the fuck do you think that you can do this? Like, no, we're not fucking friends. Get the fuck out of my face. No, but there are people who have the audacity to do ridiculous things and try to come back from it. And you have to be able to create the boundary for yourself of no, you need to go. All right, friends, I think that that is enough on sexual trauma. Whew, oh my goodness. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Let's move on to the meditation portion. Wherever you are, relax your shoulders, close your eyes. Take a deep inhale, fill your belly up. Exhale, let it go. Again, fill your belly up, breathe in. Exhale, let it go. Take 
Take another deep inhale, fill up. Exhale, let it go. <sighs> Only you know who you are. And no one else can tell you who you are. Although others may try. Only you know who you are deep down inside. There's so many times that people try to violate our space. Try to test our boundaries, disrespect our boundaries. But you have the strength and the power within. Take a deep inhale. Exhale, let it go. <sighs> Breathe in. Sit firmly in your sit bones. Release any tension in your shoulders. Roll your shoulders out. Take a deep inhale. Exhale, let it go. You have the power and the strength inside of yourself. Take a deep inhale, fill your belly up. Exhale, let it go. Slowly begin to find movement in your fingers and toes. Begin to rock your head from side to side. And slowly begin to open your eyes and find three things in the room to look at. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time. Again, my name is Stephanie Lord and Diazio. If you want to work with me, I'm so excited to share that you can. I have a new group coaching program called Chaos to Clear that I just shared about last week. It launches on March 31st. It is a group of intuitive, spiritual, service-oriented women of color. And the focus in the program is mind, body, soul. It's all about making 
your mind a safer place to be and facing your fears, which I love talking about and I am so pumped to be able to incorporate yoga, meditation, and tarot into all of that. So if you want to learn more about that, DM me at SLD Wellness on Instagram. You can email me, Stephanie at SLDWellness.com. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. And I just realized that I forgot to tell y'all that I am in meditation teacher training. So all the stuff that I've been doing, I have been, if you hear things adjusting, if you hear some things shifting, I am honing in and refining my meditation. And I would love to hear from you on how you like it. So take care and we will talk soon. I will talk to you next week. Have a great day.